Hello, hello, this is Angelo with Spinning Thoughts. I want to get your attention right off the bat. Are you here? Are you listening? All right, everyone, I've got a big announcement here before we jump into this episode. So Four Chord Music Festival 4 is in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, September the 10th at Extaza Nightclub. Now, this is the fourth iteration of Four Chord it is an insane and insane lineup this year. Every year really has been gnarly as hell. But this year is like mind-blowing. I don't even I can I still don't even know if I think it's real or not. I'm still waiting for Rishi to uh from Eternal Boy and Forcord to to drop the bomb that this was a joke. I mean, it is that good of a lineup. So I want to let you guys know right off the bat here that what you're about to listen to is the the very first episode in this Four Chord Music Festival 4 Spinning Thoughts Extravaganza is kind of what I'm calling it. So we're talking in this episode with Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy and Four Chord Music, of course, the man who brings us this incredible event now uh, four times uh, and again this fourth one is just insanely jam-packed with some of the best bands you're gonna really ever listen to so we're gonna talk to him it's gonna be an incredible conversation some great insight to how he does this why he does this I think it's it's really intriguing and interesting so I'm excited for you all to hear it I also just wanted to talk about this for a moment. So Spinning Thoughts started in like October, like late September. We were putting things together and in early October is really when we kicked this thing off. And the only reason why Spinning Thoughts even became what it is is I heard about four chord music coming back again that year for three, four chord three. And that lineup fucking blew my mind too. Mayday Parade was headlining with Hawthorne and Spill Canvas amongst, I mean, the many, many, many other bands that were there. So I just really was kind of like, I want to talk to these bands. Like, I want to know what it's like to be on this festival. And just the festival blew my mind. It still does. So I just wanted some way to be involved, you know, even just a little bit, just a little bit. If I could even help spread the word to one person, which I know, Rishi, and you do not need my help. This is, uh, a lot of people are anticipating this. I'm so impressed with the way that this is going. But I just wanted to, to help or be involved to a small, small, small extent. So I literally, like, basically created spinning thoughts just to kind of do my own thing with four chords. So, uh, and after that experience... I loved it. I mean, it was some of the most fun I've had in music was doing spinning thoughts. Like I knew it right off the bat. I was like, yeah, this is it. You know, this is fun. It's a different side of the music industry that I've never experienced. And now it's been kind of my life for the last year. No complaints, no complaints. But this all really started because of four chord and the bands that I was able to talk to and so I just kept expanding and, and more bands wanted to come on and there were more bands that I wanted to talk to and 
you all seem to enjoy it, which blows my mind even more than anything else. I, I love love the friends I've made with Spinning Thoughts. Everyone who uh, you know follows on Twitter and gets involved with that. It's, it's really been amazing. I've, I've connected more with the music community with Spinning Thoughts than really any other like facet I've done. You know, I've played in bands before. I do some DJing. <laughs> so this is, this is pretty incredible. And it's really because of all of you listening. It's because of all the amazing bands that have been on. And, uh, you know, I just, I, I feel... I feel like this is really something that I'm proud of and that everyone else can be proud of. So this is our show. This is this is us. And I'm so stoked to be doing this now. Some other really exciting news. Again, it, it all revolves around this four chord thing because this is why Spinning Thoughts started. This is episode 92 that you're listening to. I mean, we're almost at 100 episodes in under a year. It's like, do I sleep? Uh, it's just really, we're, we're almost at a hundred and I'm really excited about that. We're, I don't even know what band's going to be the band for episode a hundred. It's probably going to be a band that's playing on four chord because we're going to pound you with bands from four chord until September the 10th, which is four chord music festival Four at Ecstasa nightclub in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So with four chord four. Like I said, we're gonna. I'm trying to talk to every single band. There's a few I know I'm not gonna get just conflicts and schedule that we couldn't line it up. But I, I got over sixty or seventy percent. I mean, there's there's a small handful of bands that I didn't get a chance to talk to. But I'll tell you a few that I talked to you right now. Uh, the most exciting one for me in every band I talked to on this show, all 91 episodes I've looked forward to, and I enjoy the bands. But man, getting to talk to Kenny from the starting line was probably my favorite interview I've ever done because the starting line just is one of my top five favorite bands of all time. It sounds crazy. I've tweeted about this. I've, I've said this to some people. Like in my top five are bands. I, I can't necessarily tell you the one through five. It's for another conversation but in that top five there's the Beatles Pink Floyd and the starting line like you know isn't that crazy like they are up there with bands like Floyd and the Beatles for me I don't you know when I think of a top five I want to get good representation from all decades because my interest in music is certainly doesn't just exist in current uh I'm the big 60s and 70s guy so, uh, yeah, I really love the starting line. Getting to talk to Kenny was incredible. What's more incredible than that is the goddamn fact that they're playing Four Chord Music Festival 4, September 10th, Ecstasa Nightclub. I don't know how he, I don't know how Rishi, I, I, I talked to Rishi, you'll hear it here in a moment. Once I stop blabbering to you, you're going to hear from Rishi. And we, I ask him, like, how do you pull this shit off? How do you get the starting line? They I mean, they don't play often. You know, the, and Kenny, when, when that episode airs, you'll hear him talk about, you know, the band just kind of does it when they want to do it. And there's no, like, real expectation for new music. You know, there could be, but they're not, like, 
they're a band, but they're not a band at the same time. You know, I, I got mad respect for them. I'm not, I'm not complaining about them. I'm just kind of saying it as it is. So to get to talk to him was just incredible. And then, I mean, the dangerous summer, really. How do you get the starting line in the dangerous summer to play on the same goddamn bill when they the two months ago the dangerous summer was not even a band anymore and the starting line just never really plays like the starting line is doing four chord and they're also doing like that uh warp tour rewind like cruise with i think like taking back sunday and even is it taking back sunday there's i mean there's a hefty amount of bands and then they're doing like a, uh, they're doing a holiday show with taking back sunday is what it is they're they're doing a holiday show these are the shows that they're doing, and they're uh, four chords part of that. I, we're lucky here in Pittsburgh. I'm really excited about it. You got state champs. You got hit the lights. They've been doing it. This I think their third year in a row. So hit the lights punchline, which I mean they are they're from Pittsburgh, so obvious it makes sense. But damn, are they good? I've listened to punchline for most of my like. Like music listening life, you know, there, you, you, like I, when you really start to get into listening to music, I don't know what I was, young teens, huh? But uh, Punchline was certainly one of those bands. So it was cool to talk to them. I already aired an episode uh, with Seven Minutes in Heaven. That was a full length episode. These episodes with these bands for four chord are going to be shorter. They're going to be around 20 minutes instead of the normal 45 to 55 because of how many I had to do. But I, I talked to 7 Minutes in Heaven, who's also playing it for episode 89. That premiered on Adobe Radio. So you can check that out. And you got bands like A Summer High that just recently signed to Four Chord Music. So that's pretty interesting. Sleep on it. Those guys are going to have an amazing 2018. They're having an incredible 2017. But they're going to be one of the hottest bands of 2018. I guarantee it. They're already basically there. So it's going to be incredible to see them. And, uh, you know, you've got some really, really amazing bands like Keep Flying. Those guys played last year. And they just rock the goddamn house. Patent Pending, Eternal Boy, of course, is going to be playing. Love those guys. Saw them play for their album release back in July awkward phase it is an incredible incredible album if you haven't gotten it now's the time to do it so overall I wanted to jump out ahead of this interview with Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy and Four Chord Music I wanted to get out in front of this real quick and just say thank you to everyone listening thank you to all the bands that have been on to the show so far you know 92 episodes Thank you to everyone from Four Chord that all the bands from Four Chord that have uh, you know decided to be on the show. Rishi, thank you for helping me get a lot of these on the show. I'm grateful, you know. Spinning thoughts is a lot of fun. I think a lot of people uh, find some sort of entertainment out of it, and I don't care what it is, even if you hate it. That's that's a form of of you know, I, I guess entertainment enjoyment. But thank you all for being along for the ride. We're about to hit a year. We're about to hit 100 episodes. So, you know, it's it's been great, and it's all because of you. So I'm very, very excited to be giving all these episodes to you all, featuring the bands from Four Chord Music Festival 4, which is on September the 10th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 
at Extaza Nightclub. We're going to be peppering you with these episodes for the next two weeks until Four Chord uh, begins. So keep your eyes and ears open. Make sure you're subscribed to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff so that you're up to date. We have a lot of episodes that are coming at you rapidly, so do not miss one. And of course, some of these will be premiering only on Adobe Radio every Thursday at midnight. You can catch us. So set a reminder, get it tattooed somewhere on you so that you never forget it. And... Everybody, uh, it is just such an honor, such an honor to be talking to you all. I want to thank you for being here. And everybody, please enjoy the conversation with Rishi Ball. Hello, Internet and beyond. My name is Rishi. I play an eternal boy, and I am the curator of the Four Core Music Festival. And you are listening to The Spinning Motherfucking Thoughts. Hello, hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Spinning Thoughts. I am elated for this one, everyone. It's Angelo coming at you, and uh, this is a special one, as uh, you all will be finding out here. We are going to, here at Spinning Thoughts, uh, focus for the next couple weeks on an amazing event that's going on in uh, my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It is Four Chord Music Festival 4. Lots of fours, but it's totally worth it. Um, really excited because this very first episode, we're talking to uh, the dude who makes it happen for you all. So it is my pleasure to introduce to you, everybody, say hello to Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy and Four Chord Music. Rishi, what up, dude? Hey, Angelo. How are you? Uh, I got to take a breath. That was a lot to say. <laughs> Well, you know, my credentials are pretty long, so. <laughs> Should I have put doctor in there? I feel I feel bad. <laughs> no, no no doctor in the music scene. Okay, uh, you're right. You know, when I was at the uh, album release show, we'll talk about that in a second, um, you didn't introduce yourself as doctor. I was confused. I was like, did they strip it from him already? <laughs> oh, well, with my track record, I'm, I won't be surprised that that will be stripped <laughs> soon. But, yeah, I mean, I try to separate the two a little bit, but it always ends up kind of filtering into each other it's going to whether you want it to or not it's a honestly man i'm in higher ed and i just think it's a great accomplishment so kudos to you uh but thanks let's talk about music man so um before we dive into the whole four chord music festival awesomeness i wanted to chat real quick about this crazy ride eternal boy has been on so far in 2017 uh you all just released uh the latest album awkward face which i got signed by you man oh my god i'm <laughs> I'm so excited. Ugh, I'm sorry. It's, it's probably worth less now. <laughs> Dude, honest to God, it is on display in my room right now as we speak. It's right next to me. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. You believe, isn't it so fucking weird? Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> so uh, you guys drop a, an amazing album. You played on Warp Tour. You hit the road uh, for your own tour to spread the good word and a ton more. So how you feeling, man, after accomplishing so much already? Well, it's, it's been... Uh... It's been more than I could have ever thought it was going to be. I mean, you know, we released the album, but like it was like a strategic plan behind the whole thing. We really wanted to uh, 
be able to chart Billboard, which we thankfully did for three weeks in a row, which is yeah, you know, re- really unheard of, I think, for um, you know, for bands. But you know, the the album has been received super well. I mean, I, you know, we did uh, you know, we did a tour before it. Uh, we t- did a tour during it. We did a tour after it. Um, the release. So we were just trying to kind of bombard people with it. We had some really good collaborations with Alternative Press and. Um, you know, Substream, Adobe, we had some really good relationships and partners that, that that helped promote the album. But I mean, really what it comes down to is, is that the last month has been what I've been trying to do for the last decade in music, which was be on Billboard and, you know, be a significant uh, contributor to the music scene in a macro level. So, you know, I feel like the micro level I've been tending to for a long time, but uh, this was kind of, uh, you know, uh, a welcome of Eternal Boy to kind of the bigger picture music scene and some you know shit has been going down you know on the back end that's been kind of crazy too but um so yeah it's been it's been you know more than i could have ever imagined you know so you, you know you're listing off all this you, all these accomplishments and and like you said dude a decade like it's been a long time coming you guys have put right. in that effort and uh and really proved especially again i told you this when i talked to you a year ago like when I think of just like inspirations in the Pittsburgh music scene, I mean, Eternal Boy, you, the dudes in the band, you guys all inspire me, you know, as just a person. So, um, wow. yeah, I, I'm being real for a second here. I know we joke wow. around, but um, that was real. Um, so anyways, dude, it, it's well deserved. But when you look at everything so far in 2017, um, what what's really been the best part for you so far in terms of Eternal Boy? Well, I mean, <clears throat> the I mean, the, like I said, I think that the. You know, not many, not many bands. Like, how do I explain this? So th- there's, there's different tiers of bands. Is the way that I look at the music scene. There's yeah. the bands that are starting out, the bands that have kind of broke through the local scene and and are doing the regional thing. Then there's the bands that have broken through the regional thing and are doing the national thing. And then there are megastars. Well, hold on, hold basically on. Four tiers. You missed the the fifth tier. Do you know what it is? What's that? The the fifth tier is when they get on spinning thoughts. That's isn't that the ah, pinnacle? Ah, right, right. Dude, so ah, come on, we've we've made it when we made it on, on spinning <laughs> thoughts. So I forgot about that one. But but so like I think that you know for years we've kind of been in those first two tiers, and I think the name our our last name the space Tunes, was inhibiting us from being able to break through. And so right. now the biggest accomplishment again I think is the, is the charting on Billboard, is the Warp Tour, is the you know it's kind of like I don't look at it as an isolated event. I look at it all as one. Uh, movement. So I think that we're now in the third, you know, third upper third tier with with awkward phase based on sales and based on the billboard, based on views, based on impressions. I mean, I can't even I could go through with you the analytics on how insane it's been. But um, so I think that 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 is the biggest thing I'm proud of is that we are completely 100 percent independent, uh, you know, with me kind of at the steering wheel, so to speak, with four core music. But, you know, we've done you know, we've done this all on our own you know, and with, with friends and, and people that like the band with no bullshit corporate backing, no bullshit, you know, record label telling us what we need to do, no bullshit manager telling us what to do. And that does not happen much anymore. Do you understand why I made the move to have you sign the album, Rishi? <laughs> I mean, I think, I think autographs is super weird. I mean, I just really <laughs> sit in my boxers and play video games all day and eat fucking trick cereal. Dude, so. that's about what I'm doing right now as I'm talking to you. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, um, I want to dive into four chord, but before we do, I want to play some music from Eternal Boy. You down? I'm down. All right, so one of my faves, and I think there was just a uh, music video uh, that released for it right around the time of the album drop, Hung Up on Hope, 
we're going to play off Awkward Face from Eternal Boy. Enjoy! Take a chance on me again. I swear that I can be better than I used to be. You can't we go back to life ten years ago. Cause I don't want to let go. Because I just keep saying the wrong things I know that it'll take you a long time to Trust me, you can't Remember the time that I called you in Paris Some kind of gig with the stupid French accent told me He needs you More than he ever thought he knew But can you picture So you just finished listening to Hung Up on Hope off Awkward Phase from Eternal Boy. Uh, I mentioned there's a music video out for it. Rishi, look back on the song, the music video, and tell me something that people don't know about it. All right. So uh, what's really interesting about this song is that I wrote it about uh, this really old school romantic comedy movie called French Kiss with Meg Ryan. <laughs> and uh, it's it's actually re- – I don't like rom-coms at all, but yeah. – uh, it is it is a legit rom com, so I suggest okay. you looking at it. But so then we did a music video with uh, a dog that's in it, um, and it's kind of the 
it's, it's this bait and switch where, you know, the, the audience thinks that the guy's missing the girl and he's really hung up on it. And then in the end, there's a twist and he really just wants his dog back from his girlfriend. <laughs> and, and that dog actually is a rescue dog uh, that just got adopted, but it's with uh, a really cool nonprofit called Biggie's Bullies. And it's actually deaf. So his name, the dog's name is Most Deaf, like the rapper. <laughs> But uh, so we just call we just call him Mo. But so that those are two, I think, kind of cool, kind of fun facts about the show and, or the show. What the fuck am I talking about? The <laughs> music video and the song. Life is but a show, Rishi. <laughs> I get that it is. <laughs> All right. So let's dive into really the whole reason why uh, we're talking um, and why I have something so amazing to look forward to in September. Um, yeah. Right. We're go- uh, right now. Everyone listening to this episode. Um I'm talking to the dude who can part seas and move mountains. Oh my god. He can also wow. <laughs> He can also put together one of the most incredible music festivals honestly you'll ever witness or hear about. So, Jeez. four chord Are you blushing yet? What was that? Are you blushing yet? I mean, I mean, I just, I put the phone away when people talk talk uh, <laughs> nice things about me. I know you didn't like it last year either. Um, Four Chord Music Festival Four is on September 10th at Extaza Nightclub in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, featuring bands like The Starting Line, State Champs, Punchline, Hit the Lights, My Dudes, Friends of the Show, Sleep on It, and like literally 16 other bands. Uh, Rishi, congrats on what might be the best of all four <laughs> of all four of these. Um, thank you very much. How you feeling, dude, about the whole thing? It's almost here. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the festival's always, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's the, it's the most stressful, I think, time that, that I, you know, I have all year, but, um, you know, it's, it's obviously like the, the most fun ever. It's just this really weird dichotomy of total stress and total, uh, <laughs> euphoria in many ways. And, and because this year was the fourth year, uh, you know, I figured that I would try to go, kind of all out um as much as i could so you know the starting line has changed my life in many ways uh their album say like you mean it has has uh, i mean i can't even kind of articulate i can't even put into words you know what that album meant to me and my friends and growing up and even today it's not even about you know a nostalgia album people call you know the starting line a nostalgia band and they're not at i all. agree um so so the festival kind of came to fruition uh again it seems to to always come to fruition via an accident so like I had this whole other festival planned with a whole other deluge of other bands at a completely different venue. Wow. Uh, with a completely different vibe. And uh, it ended up, you know, not, you know, certain things fell through, which they tend to always. And, um, you know, believe it or not, th- this wasn't my second choice. This is certainly a first choice, yeah. but <laughs> it was the alternate plan. We'll say we'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, what can you say about why would why did things happen the way they did? I mean, can you go into detail about like how it switched from because yeah. you were almost like then you were going towards something different originally than than you have the last three years. Yes, right. So so like it was supposed to be a little I don't want to say bigger, but at a bigger scale. So okay. like at a at an outdoor venue and with like a a much more punk uh, vibe. Yeah, but. Um, we'll just put it this way. I won't name bands, but a band had an issue internally uh, that forced them to not be able to do any shows. Oh, wow. Um, and so, I mean, I'd say every single year for the last four years for the fest, I've emailed the, the starting lines management and their booking <laughs> agent. And it's always been like, you know, they're not, they're not active. 
it's got to be something cool for them to really do it. Yeah. You know, it's not something that they, you know, you basically need, you need mega bucks to do it. And I don't know what happened. I, I don't, I don't forget. I was with my best friend, Max, who does all the legal work for free for me for four court. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he, so we're sitting at the a Penguins playoff game and I got an email of uh, like from one of the starting lines uh, agents. And they were like, Hey, um, is this still an option? Like I'd sent an email like a month or two months prior to that. Oh my God. And like, I'm like shaking. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I misspelled every word in the entire email back. Um, wow. So, so that, I mean, things, it seems like, it seems like every year these things happen by accident. Like something happens. I could tell you a story every year about how things were supposed to go one way and they went the other way and it all ended up good. But I mean, it's, it's kind of, kind of cool how things happen like that. And, um, you know, I'm going to have the opportunity. I'm trying to talk to uh, everyone should be knowing this by now. If I'm doing my job correctly, by the time you're hearing this, you should know what I'm talking about. Um, I'm trying to get as many bands from four chord music festival Four on the show, uh, to get them out there for you. And, uh, Rishi, I was telling you when we were talking, uh, like a couple weeks ago, setting this up, uh, that I really wanted to talk to the starting line. I right. Love Kenny. I, I actually love Vacationer. Tell me you've listened to Vacationer. Of course. Of I course. mean, I own that on vinyl. It is one of my go-tos every single day of the summertime. Love Kenny. Wow. So I've I've tried to get the starting line on the show before without success. And um, four chord happens. I, I want to get some bands on. I hit you up. And then, dude, like 10 seconds later, starting line's coming on the show. So I don't know. Oh, no I, way. Bro, I mean, you are the man. You are the oh, man. Stop. That's going to be so sick. Is it just Kenny or is it the whole band? It's going to be what? Kenny. Me and Kenny are going to wow. talk. Uh, should be actually talking to him later on today uh, for this uh, taping. So, Man, I hope you're still in your boxers eating trick cereal when you talk to him. At that time, I would suspect that the cereal's gone and so are the boxers. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Rishi, what's the most challenging? I, it, it, there's got to be so many. But what truly is, yeah. like, think maybe somebody's listening to this that wants to try to do something like this where they're from. I mean, what's the most challenging part uh, to putting an event man. like this together? I wish I wish that I could. I mean, I'm, I'll probably talk about a few. Um, I'm not I mean. Really, really. I mean, obviously, the number one is the are the financials. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the first, the first, um, the first thing you have you have to keep in mind is that this shit is expensive. Not only because the bands are awesome and they deserve to be paid. I am in a band. Obviously, I understand the other side. Right. But the problem is, is that with festivals and college shows, these are what the industry calls one offs. So they are not part of a tour. So it's more inconvenient to disrupt their personal schedules at home. To have them fly out or drive out just for this show. Yeah. So that increases cost exponentially. So that that in itself, these one-offs tend to be very expensive. So that's a challenge, obviously, financials. But financials aside, I think that the the number one challenge is being able to kind of kind of balance these micro issues. So like every day there's a new issue, whether it's oh, you didn't get you didn't get the stuff on our rider, and the rider is the hospitality that the band gets. Yeah. Or, you know. Uh, something happens with the sound the day of the show. You know, maybe some of the bands are pissed off because of the of the billing of the show and they're not billed the correct way. But there's a lot of little tiny things that like you don't even know until you jump in the deep end. Yeah, that that they even occur. Um, for example, I I ran into an issue uh, with announcing one of the bands. I didn't realize they were talking about West Coast time, and I announced the East Coast time. Uh, oh, so yeah. so what ended up happening is I made the announcement before the band even made the announcement, which was is problematic, to, you know, in the industry. Oh, so yeah. Little things like that just end up being 
becoming either exacerbated into large issues or uh, just just kind of micromanaging them. But but I mean, you know, I think financials one, and then again, just organization and communication skills are two. I mean, you just you know, the littlest thing can can set you know a manager or agent off or a band off, uh, and you don't even realize it. It'd be like I'm talking to my friends, but it would piss them off. So it's kind of understanding the dynamic and having a pulse on how to handle things. Dude, there's like two things in this world that whenever I look at them or see them, I I am in awe of. The first is a fucking airplane. I don't know how that happens. Um, and <laughs> Dude, I'm the same way. The, the second way. is what you're honest to God, what you're doing with four chord. It's really incredible. I actually, you kind of answered the question before I could ask it, but I wanted to let you know that I've talked to a few bands already on four chord. I'm going to try to get as many as possible. And there's cool. a, there's a theme question that they always ask me and oh, they, yeah? they want to know like how the hell you pull this shit off <laughs> and, and, and you kind of answered uh, I'm guessing you say a lot of it's by accident you know like the starting line just kind of you put the feelers out there it may not have happened at first and a month later right. boom yeah I mean I, I mean again I think I think a lot of the local bands and the smaller regional bands will probably ask that question I think that um, you know when you look at a band like the starting line or state champs they're doing festivals like Riot Fest that are that are that are omnipotent compared to four chord, you know. I mean, so I, I whenever people ask me, like you know, and I I get it. It's it's very hard. Don't get me wrong. And I do everything. I don't have any help other than uh, my girlfriend helps a lot with with some stuff, and then my you know Max, my best friend, helps a lot with legal. But dude, I can't even imagine what Riot Fest has to go through with with permits for the city, yeah. noise ordinances, like you know. I mean, it goes on. I mean, contracts for some of these bands, Angela, are like 40 pages long. I mean, I mean they're they're just, <laughs> uh, you know, it, and I think a big, you know, thinking back, a big challenge is that logistical side. Like, like some people don't, most people, 90% of the public can, we can't read this contract and understand the, the terminology. <laughs> I bet, I bet. You know, so it's, it's, a, it's a big challenge. But I mean, I appreciate those bands asking that question. Yeah, dude, no doubt. It, it's like, it's almost like a mythical thing. I, you have to understand, like, we're seeing all these bands come together in like, again, like you mentioned, like the local bands, especially too, like in our, in our hometown, like we're seeing right. that something really special happen here, man. I think we're all very impressed and, and grateful uh, for you. And I'm glad to help. Absolutely, man. Again, it's something to look forward to. Um, two more things I want to talk to you about real quick here as we're winding sure. down, Rishi. Um, so I talked to you is like, honestly, the second band interview I've ever done uh, for spinning thoughts a year ago. Um, uh-huh. and, um, here I am now. But how, about, how about we applaud the growth that you've had? Oh, here? Jeez. oh stop it. Um, that's, I, I've been, I've been just, I've been utterly impressed. I think me and even all, all your old friends with Chris and Dan and dude, whoever, yeah. pop, you know, sports podcasts too. I think we're all just like, man, this guy's a grinder, you know? Oh man. It's, uh, I, pre- I, I see why you put the phone away whenever people say nice things to you. <laughs> um, I'll have to implement well, that. It. Um, well, thank you very much. No, it's, it's been great, and I'm so glad to have you on again. It just feels like a full circle for me. Um, there's, sure. been, there's been a lot of growth with Four Chords since we talked last year. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I noticed um, was you guys signed a summer high, which, I mean, they're just so fucking hot right now it's insane and i was just talking about the way they look i mean their music i know right their music's even better um right but well. what, like what's been going on with four chords since you know a year ago that we talked I, I didn't know you were like about to be signing bands right so that that's a good that's that's that was uh 
again, talk about just things happening by accident. I've always wanted to run a record label ever since I was 18. And I, I mean, you can empathize with this. We have the starting line on Four Core Music Fest. But ever since Drive Through Records, you know, I've really wanted a label that, that I could, uh, you know, foster bands and, you know, be with like-minded people. And so what eventually happened is there's a guy in the summer high, his name's Luke. Um, he's been coming to shows for years, man. I mean, like, and he's young. He's been coming to shows for years. He helped yeah. out as a stagehand at Four Core Music Fest two years ago. And, you know, I think he had mentioned that he'd started this band called A Summer High. It's very, you know, for, you know, to, to say it like it is, it's very uh, five seconds of summary. Yeah. It's very poppy, but it has this punk element to it that, of course, what, what I get attracted to. And he invited me to go to their first show ever. It was at the Smiling Moose and they were on tour and the show had sold out. There was like a line out the door and they had a huge social media presence. I mean, before they played their first show, you know, they really played the cards of 2016, 17, right? Oh, yeah. And as opposed to just touring and playing constantly, they developed and fostered their fan base online first, really respected it. Ended up meeting their manager at the show, um, who is a big guy in the music industry. He's a, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. One of the biggest guys I've ever met, ironically, one of the <laughs> nicest guys, which doesn't go hand in hand in the music industry. <laughs> and um, we talked a little bit, you know, they had certain goals and aspirations that they wanted them to um, develop. And I, you know, being the punk side, you know, certainly understand that. So we decided, you know, why not then be like the flagship first band other than Eternal Boy that Four Core Music, the record label, right now would release. And that ended up happening. And it's been a really great process for me. A lot, a lot of cool things have happened. And the bands uh, just released their album on the 28th of July. And it's been doing very well. And then uh, their album cycle will end in a couple months. And then they're going to go on to do some, <laughs> take my word for it, some huge things here in the near future. I believe it, man. I can feel it from all like aspects. Like this band is um, on Twitter. I just, I see them everywhere like all of the people that all of my fans or followers and friends that i have literally right. i swear every single one of them also follows the summer high and loves them and talks about them all the time so right um, very very cool uh, the final thing i want to talk about just because i'm interested is um this vip experience at four chord uh, are there sure. even tickets still available for that so that actually sold out at midnight last night no shit well congratulations yeah. um thanks what is that experience like for those who purchase the tickets all right, so I'm trying. I'm I've been trying to develop this VIP thing, and, and believe me, it's trial and error. The first year I did a yellow card, I thought it was terrible. <laughs> then the last year, Mayday got it, it's, it took form for what it is now. So essentially, what it is is that um, you get early access to the venue next door. So the the venue next door uh, used to be something called Rosebuds, which was a big popular venue uh, back in the day. Now it's kind of like a more dancey club, and so we opened the the doors to the next door venue at 10 a.m. So from and then we have a like a pop punk DJ playing pop punk songs. Um, you get your picture with our festival backdrop. Uh, then there's eventually at 10:30 or 11 11 a.m. we open catering. So everybody who buys a VIP ticket gets uh, a vegan, vegetarian, or meat option. This year we're having a taco bar. Nice. Um, so they're gonna have a VIP catering, and then during that VIP catering, the some of the bands come in. So oh, wow. and it's 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 to be determined. It's it's based on a, if they want to participate or not. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be great because on top of all that, we have a VIP acoustic performance. So during the meal or after the meal, that point, uh, we have seven minutes in heaven from Chicago, who are I believe are on your podcast. Yes. Just and, last week. Right. So they're doing the VIP acoustic. The summer high is and hit the lights is going to play acoustic <laughs> for all the VIP people. Um, and then doors open at 11 a.m. First bands at 11, 15 a.m. this morning or uh, this year. So 
the VIP didn't eat, they get a t-shirt, they get a festival t-shirt, stickers, uh, 11 by 17, uh, poster. So it, it's kind of like, uh, a place of refuge until you know about noon i think noon or 12 30 the vip closes and then everybody goes to the venue next door that sounds awesome that sounds awesome and uh they just sold out but you know i'm assuming not to jump ahead of four but maybe there's gonna be a five next year and you can try to get vip for that um and we'll be giving away some vip now that it's sold out on social medias oh are you really yeah, we'll be giving some away. Ooh. And you're more than welcome to come join us, Angelo, VIP. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, sure. It sounds like a great experience overall. Rishi, before I let you go, and I really do appreciate your time, man. I do. Sure. Um, is there anything I else you'd that. like anything. to say? No, I just, just you know, I, I appreciate, you know, you know, spinning thoughts. I appreciate the, the coverage that you're given. You know, I take pride in Four Chord Music, the label, and Four Chord Music Festival and Eternal Boy uh, being DIY as fuck. And I really, really take pride in that. And I believe in grinding and, and spinning thoughts also has that grind mentality just in a different media form. So I appreciate it. I hope people come out to Four Chord Music Fest. Uh, it's, it's, again, 100% independent. So your money's not going to Live Nation. Your money's not going to Clear Channel. Your money's not going to any sort of uh, large corporate conglomerate. It is going to Four Core Music Incorporated and 100% goes back into the festival. I take no salary from this. None. I'd keep, I keep, for the first couple of years, it's going 100% back into the festival. So the more people that come, the more this can grow. Um, you are a madman, Rishi. You are a madman. <laughs> hey, listen, brother, I need to talk to you off the air, but thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, man. Take it easy. Once again, I'd like to thank Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy and Four Chord Music for being with me here today for episode 92 of Spinning Thoughts. This is the guy who is behind Four Chord Music Festival 4, which is September the 10th at Extaza Nightclub in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, featuring the starting line, state champs, the dangerous summer, hit the lights, Punchline, Eternal Boy, Patent Pending, A Summer High, Sleep On It, Seven Minutes in Heaven, Home Safe, Keep Flying, I Could Keep Going. It's insane. If you're anywhere on this planet, get your ass to Pittsburgh September the 10th. Come join the amazing community of music here in this city. All thanks to Rishi and the team behind Four Chord. Man, is this going to be gnarly. Everyone, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. You can subscribe to the show for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and more. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. Of course, every Thursday at midnight, we premiere episodes on Adobe. They then drop on all platforms the following Monday, so keep your eyes open for that. And just as a reminder, we are having all bands that we can get our hands on from Four Chord Music Festival 4 on the show until Four Chord on September the 10th. So keep your eyes open. We talked to some of the most amazing people that are making some of the best music your ears will ever hear. Until next time, everybody, you know I love you and thank you for being here. Make sure you share music, spread love.
I'm not sorry. 